The Holy Gospel according to Mark, the 13th chapter. As Jesus came out of the temple, one of his disciples said to him, Look, teacher, what large stones and what large buildings. Then Jesus asked him, Do you see these great buildings? Not one stone will be left here upon another. All will be thrown down. When he was sitting on the Mount of Olives opposite the temple, Peter, James, John, and Andrew asked him privately, Tell us, when will this be, and what will be the sign that all these things are about to be accomplished? And then Jesus began to say to them, Beware that no one leads you astray. Many will come in my name and say, I am he, and they will lead many astray. When you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be alarmed. This must take place, but the end is still to come. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places. There will be famines. This is but the beginning of the birth pangs. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. A time of anguish, rumors of war, earthquakes, and famines. The authors of our text today are describing a world full of uncertainty, of fear, and of trials to be endured by believers. The threat level is elevated and imminent. We believe Mark's Gospel was written soon after the destruction of the Jerusalem Temple, so those first hearing his words would have been witnesses to the destruction of that sacred space and the ways that God's people had worshipped for generations. And it's into this air of anxiety that God breathes words of hope and promise through the Psalms. Although Psalm 16 is attributed to David, the first king of the United Israel, its author is unknown. Because of the different historical backgrounds of the Psalms, scholars believe there were multiple Psalm writers throughout ancient Israel's history. And the ambiguity of the Hebrew grammar allows people of all genders to hear their own voice in the words of the Psalms. This Psalm is written as a plea for God's safety and security. The opening verses acknowledge that the world is falling apart and nothing makes sense. The psalmist says when she feels danger, she runs for her life and finds shelter and refuge under God's wings. It is in life with God that we find our safe place. 
the place where we do not have to be troubled or afraid. There, we can look at the people and events around us and find some clarity. Fear no longer drives our decision-making. People-pleasing no longer motivates our actions because our safety and our security are found in God. Because God chooses us first, therefore we are free to choose God over against the lies of the world and the evil we encounter. In our life together, we are invited to make a home with God and find our place of belonging, a place where God's peace and word settles in our hearts, a place where we are not alone or helpless because God is within reach. When this psalm is sung, the refrain is, Therefore my heart is glad and my soul rejoices, my body also rests secure. Our gladness, our happiness, or joy, or contentment isn't fleeting or circumstantial. It is a completeness that comes from finding our identity in God as God's children, and not searching in all the other places for identity or belonging. Our rejoicing isn't superficial. It is the response to the grace we've received from God, who desires relationship with us more than judgment, and loves us even, even, when we are not loving towards ourselves or others. It is the response to knowing whose we are from the inside out and knowing that God's love is unshakable and irrevocable. The Hebrew translates as ecstatically shrieking. This is not a quiet and reserved thanksgiving but a full-throated shout to the Lord. And finally, our rest is not temporary. We have found our place, and we settle into life with God, sheltered from uncertainty around us, and protected from the tumult or the topsy-turviness of the world. And in that shelter and that place of refuge, we can remember that God is God, and we are not, and find our best. Of course, there will be times in our lives when we don't feel safe or secure, or God feels very far away. And then the refrain provides us with a focus and invites us to examine what's going on. What doesn't feel true? Where am I struggling? What is going on in my heart or my relationships, my soul or my interior, and with my body? And we're invited to ask God about those things that scare us and the places where we feel unsafe, and the ways that God feels absent. And we are invited to listen for God's answers.
Life with God isn't magic. It is spiritual practice. So when we fall out of practice, or we recognize the ways we have left God out of our lives, we are invited then to return to God, to return to home with all our heart and soul and body. Let us pray. Good and gracious God, we give thanks for the refuge you provide from a sin-filled world. Thank you for the grace you give each one of us to find new life in you where we are loved and forgiven. Thank you for making a home for us and providing us with what we need each day. Gladden our hearts. Lead us in rejoicing and help us rest secure in your love. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen.